I'm 59, so I'm heading towards 60. I never, ever expected to be this age or even reach this age, to be honest. And I'm quite happy to be here and I intend to stay here as long as I can. And I think the carnivore diet is going to help me do that. Hey there, carnivore enthusiasts. Adam here, and in this video I chat with Six, a talented musician, and he's going to share his incredible results with the carnivore diet. You're going to get a killer carnivore soup recipe, a crazy story about cows and horses in the back of a truck, and a tale about a lightning quick team of butchers. Alright, so today we have uh, Sweet Six with us. I found this gentleman on YouTube. Uh, he, he was one of the suggested videos in my feed. And after the first time I watched it, I thought, oh my gosh, here, here's another guy that is just excited about this carnivore thing, this crazy thing that, that so many of us I are doing. <laughs> yeah, right. So why don't we start with, uh, with you, Six, uh, sharing a little bit about yourself so we kind of get an idea for, for who you are. Um, I'm just an old musician. Um, I've been in promotion and musician all my life. And so I've been around music and publishing and marketing. That's pretty much all I've ever done, usually related directly with music. Uh, my wife and I now have an organization called Blues Against Hunger. Uh, and we raise food for people, not always good food at that, I must say, but it is food that, for people that don't have food. Um, and we do that using music. So that's our main, our primary thing that we do. And then Sweet Six is our, is my wife and I, um, that's our personal music that we do, which is, uh, tends to be a little swingy and more Latinish because we live in Mexico. I, I should probably start with that. Um, and, uh, and we have, you know, we're just not, we get lazy. Um, and we have, you know, we do a lot of traveling and moving around and we eat horribly. And my wife, <clears throat> both of us have a background in, in fitness from when we were younger. And uh, my wife was a competitor, a fitness competitor. And, uh, and we both, oh, wow, that's cool. We got, um, yeah, so we've been involved in it a long time, but then we got older and we got lazy and we got lazy and uh and then the problem is is that once we started to go down that path um you know things got easier and e once you start consuming all that stuff um it just gets easier and easier to do uh and then so we became very unhealthy i was almost 300 pounds to be honest oh my gosh yeah pretty bad i had a heart attack uh all kinds of yeah it wasn't good a lot of a lot of bad stuff and then what started happening was um depression and pain i man my pain is freaking through the roof i uh not anymore though that's the thing that's why i'm excited like <laughs> you get so right. excited that is why i'm so excited i have spent a lifetime at least over 20 years now um in a lot of pain i, I was run over by a car and uh, it crushed me i was declared dead oh my goodness Broke both my knees, both my ankles, shattered my pelvis, crushed my sternum. I have no clavicle bone. It just kind of pops out right here. I have, I was just crushed. How long uh, ago was that? Uh, that was, I was in my twenties. Okay. Well, <clears throat> so a while ago, 25 years ago, Massimino's or give or take. So, um, 
So I've been in a lot of pain. Fortunately, my wife, uh, as I mentioned, a fitness competitor and was involved in sports therapy and stuff. So she has been my personal therapeutic. You know, they told me I'd never walk again. And my wife and I walked the entire peninsula, 850 miles to Cabo. Um, we did that. We did every time they said we couldn't do something, we would, we would do it. But she's helped me through this pain. And oh my but, goodness. but the problem is that it then wasn't enough. And we're musicians, we're low income. We don't have a lot too much to have. So we didn't, you know, we didn't always go to the doctor for this or that. We always, and it was, I, and I, we knew what it was. It was always, it was the damage to my body and inflammation and being fat and being out of shape. Um, but she would massage those points in my body and relieve me temporarily or to some extent, uh, to get me through it. Well, the thing that sold me, man, after all this time is that I started the carnivore diet. I started watching Dr. Berg and, and Sean Baker and all these guys on in YouTube. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I wasn't really, and my wife's like, forget it. I love my vegetables. Stupid idea. not doing it. How can anybody could just live off? Right. But when you start thinking about it and you start using some common sense, and, and that's really kind of what it is. If you, if you look back and you start comparing ourselves to our ancestors and you start, and you think, and we live in the desert being in the, in, in, in Mexico where we are, it's all desert. And when you go out into the desert, man, there ain't a single plant out there that doesn't have defense mechanisms, thorns and poison and everything. And that's Stay away. Yeah. <laughs> And that's because they don't want to be consumed. You know, they're out there. And when you're out there and everybody wants to get you, you it's just nature. It's biology or it's, it's it, what nature does. It creates protection for itself wherever. Even your body does it. That's why we have the white blood cells. That's why we have so many different things that protect us, our immune system. Well, you know, we're not paying attention. I wasn't paying attention anyways. So back to what I was saying is that I said, I'm going to do it anyways. My wife said, that's fine. I'll follow along with you a little bit, but I'm still going to do it. And she does to some extent, but not so much anymore because she herself, even though she wasn't sold, is now becoming sold. And the, her vegetable and her, her fruit, everything is just falling to the wayside. She just does it periodically now. For that's me, awesome. I am completely sold. There is no, no turning back for me. I have never felt so good in my entire life ever. Um, even pro, I don't even know that I felt this good pre being run over, like, but I can tell you, oh one man, thing. yeah, that's, I don't, that's incredible. And you know what it is? It's inflammation. It, I, I'm so completely sold on it that it's because my joints and arthritis and as a musician, I, 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 I'm, I'm constantly holding one of these puppies right here and, and doing this. Well, right. I'm almost, I'm going to be 60 years old. I'm working my way up to 60 and, you know, and keeping the arthritis out of your fingers, which I used to get, that I no longer even feel. I have nothing, nothing, nothing. And That's I used so to awesome. feel <laughs> this stuff right here, this, this cream. Uh -huh. You can see how my wife is still using it a little bit because she's still eating those veggies, I think. Well, we're, we're, I'm working on her. But I'll tell <laughs> you, I don't use this stuff anymore. And I used to have to put it on my wrist. I was on tour, fell down, broke my wrist, couldn't fix it because I couldn't give up the gigs. So I just played through, <clears throat> so I never got it healed. And uh, so it, it was hurting me really bad, especially living on the coast and going out into the desert. It gets warm and cold, warm and cold. And that kind of stuff causes a tremendous amount of pain in the broken areas, in joints and things like that. 
but since I started the carnivore diet, um, or I should say, since I began the carnivore lifestyle, um, there Correct. Is a, there's, a, <laughs> there's a distinct difference in that. And, um, but since I started that lifestyle, um, I don't have those problems. The inflammation is gone. Um, I am doing physically activities that I couldn't do six months ago. And that, that goes in terms of just movement, body movement. I mean, I've actually collapsed one time, uh, just right, right pre to COVID just collapsed on stage because of pain. I, I literally couldn't hold myself up anymore. And I hit the ground. Wow. That's yeah. That's a, uh, that's a sign. And that's not only a sign to yourself. Got to change at that point. Yeah. And that's everybody watching you. So you, you feel really foolish. Oh my goodness. And, but it was a, but it was a mess. I, I'm not right. I, I messed up. And then you leave. And then what happens is you start dealing, you start drinking. I did anyways, not everybody. I did because of pain. Right. And then the pain causes as a trigger for depression. The depression causes drinking the drinking increases and it's just snowball effect. It just keeps going and going and going. And, um, eventually the snowball, as they do, they just get bigger until they smash into something and usually destroy itself and everything around it. So, um, I decided to make that change and that was it. I told you the, the carnivore was it for me. I, I stopped drinking on my birth. No, actually not true. I stopped drinking the day after my birthday. <laughs> the day uh, after. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm one of those that I have to, I have to put a mark in the sand, so to speak. I Correct. Have to, mark the occasion. Yes. I, I can't do anything where there's a soft line anywhere. It has to be, this is it right here. So that was my, that was my kind of saying, you know, F you and goodbye. You, you and I are alike that way. When I started dieting was the day after Thanksgiving. I said, enough, yes. enough. I'm tired of this fatness. I got to get rid of it. Yeah. I started intermittent fasting for maybe five weeks or so. And then that's, found, I, that's what did it. Yeah. Boy, you did the same thing I did. Exactly. Then the carnivore, I found the carnivore diet just randomly looking for other autoimmune stuff, searching the internet. And I saw, I thought, what, what the heck is this carnivore diet? I never heard of this before. And a few videos in a Ken Berry, Sean Baker. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I'm so glad that I did. Oh my gosh, it's been a, a life changing experience that I'm I'm never gonna go back to the standard American diet again, ever. No. And you know what? That standard American diet I just saw somebody said and I can't even know who it was. They just said sad S A eight, you know, S A D sad. Right. Boy, not the case. Totally sad. <laughs> that's sad. so true. But that's so funny that it's exactly what I did. I followed the same path that you did. I I, I mentioned I was almost 300 pounds. Well, right. um, the first step I took was this. I took that exact same step. Step. I went into intermittent fasting. I thought, well, that's something I can do. I can skip a meal. And you know, right. it, was really, it was really just as simple as that. But yeah. then you start feeling good about yourself and you start feeling accomplished and you feel like you're achieving that. And it's like, okay, I'm feeling something. So then you start researching more. And then, you st and then that, what I did was I fell into Cato and I was like, oh, well, this is cool. This, this is actually going to speed up what I'm, this intermittent, it's going to, it's going to help to, uh, empower that and make it stronger so that I can even move quicker and achieve my goals quicker. Well, mm -hmm. and it did, it's exactly what it did. And then my wife and I, uh, together started with the intermittent intermittent led to us watching the same folks, uh, doctors on YouTube 
and um, getting into longer 24 hour fasting, taking a full day off. We got to where we would just not eat on Mondays, just take Mondays off every week. Just don't eat Monday. Oh my goodness. A whole day, then, huh? Yeah, the whole day. And then what we would do is we would go um, at the first of each month, we would take two to three days and just not eat at all and just basically go until you just don't want to go anymore. But you'd push yourself right. a little time each time and see if I can go the whole time, you know. But it's not mm -hmm. torture. We weren't trying to torture ourselves. Um, we just wanted to push ourselves and get a little bit of that autophagy, which is, the, you know, your body eats old and bad cells, which helps with the inflammation and the damage and all the things that I have. Um, so, so I started to see that improvement. And then once, uh, and then my wife and I did a couple of seven days or five days and then a seven day. And then we found out we started to get more energy from by the second to third day when your body's depleted and you're working, you're, you're in Cato and you're working off fat and, all, and there's no glycogen left and everything's gone. Um, all that, all that hunger, all that stuff just fades away and you start feeling good and clarity and straight minded and everything. So and you're that, very, you're very advanced in, in the, in the, uh, fasting then. Well, for that, yeah, because we really enjoyed, just kept researching and finding out how this is really such a positive thing to our body in such, so many, so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the thing that led to the carnival for me, I think probably that, that transitional part of it was that I loved the fasting so much and I could feel it physically and mentally. Um, I still had the depression though. That was part of it. It wasn't, it wasn't curing the depression and it wasn't curing Ooh. the <laughs> So those two things right. weren't being cured by that kind of fasting necessarily. So, but I needed something to sustain that kind of health or that kind of, that level I was trying to achieve where I'm still not even there yet. I'm still, I'm still reaching for it. But, um, and I found that the carnivore diet, um, was possibly that thing. It was, I could eat, I could eat to fill myself. I could eat the things I love, you know, right. I could eat, I've been eating bacon and eggs since I was just a little kid being fed. Right. Almost every day, my grandparents, my grandmother loved, she's from the South and it was, I mean, I'm talking biscuits and gravy, bacon and eggs, sausage and egg every single day. Oh yeah. I've been doing that for my, almost my entire life. And even today, even before I started carnivore, even knew anything about it, which is why I was 300 pounds. I was eating bacon and eggs every single day, which is probably why I had a heart attack. And the only reason that the difference between then and now is back then, those bacon and eggs were accompanied by fried potatoes, you know, a yep. couple good pieces of toast, maybe even with some nasty ass margarine on it. Who knows? <laughs> you know, as heart, heart as, healthy margarine. Yes. <laughs> and that's a, and that's a big difference. But once you get rid of that stuff, and you just keep the bacon and eggs. Now you're on to something. Now that's the oh, thing yeah. that I've loved my whole life. And I can eat them every day and feel good about it. And stay, stay happy, stay healthy, stay without any kind of inflammatory reactions in my body. I'm not having pain. I'm, you know, as soon as I'm done, my wife's down at the beach teaching an aerobics class right now. She's going to come back and, and make sure that I got my list. Reload it. My little list right here. She writes me down. Nice. Yeah, this is my workout. I don't know if you guys can see this. Probably not. It looks blurry. No. But anyways, this is her pencil. She gives this to me before she leaves. And she says, you make sure you do these things 
which is to turn my head and tilt my head and, you know, do all this kind of move, 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 keep those that, joints. That's awesome. Yeah. Kind of cool. I feel like a little, little spoiled sometimes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but back to the carnivore, life-changing, mm -hmm. easy to do, uh, affordable. Uh, you, it doesn't take long. I, I have eczema, don't have it anymore. I, I grow a beard now, um, primarily out of just laziness and habit. But the reason I've always had a beard is because my skin, I can't shave. If I shave my, my eczema, my whole face, will, I look like a freak because my skin is so sensitive. Not anymore. Yeah, I'm with That's, you on that also. Well, man, that just I don't have me. much on the sides, but, but here, yeah, if I, if I shaved in the front consistently, you know, every day, it was, it, it'd just be a bit, big red blotch. Yep, exactly. Because yep. your skin don't like it. It's yep. too sensitive. And you know what? That it went away from me completely. I don't even I am I don't have that itchiness anymore. I don't it it's gone, you know? And and I'm really and it's only been for me, it hasn't even been that long. I've only been doing this now. Uh well, the the strict carnivore, all the other stuff I was talking about, the fasting, intermittent fasting, um, Kato. So I've always been kind of a and not always, but I would say for the last two years since COVID, because I got, I swelled up like I was horrible during COVID. COVID was horrible for everybody. Yeah, it I, was bad for me too. <laughs> man, I, I took advantage of the horrible. I just used it as an excuse. And uh, so it was easy to do. And the fact that uh, during COVID, um, we weren't, you know, we're in Mexico. We weren't getting any kind of stimulus, anything. There was nothing coming to us at all. And, uh, so I, I, and, and we're musicians, which meant that our entire livelihood, everything that we do into, including our blues against hunger society vanished, vanished, wow. went away completely. If it wasn't for the generosity of uh, guns and roses, gave us a guitar, Joe Bonamassa gave us a guitar. Oh um, man, that's awesome. Walk. But yeah, I mean, it would be if I got to keep them, but right, we, uh, right. but we raffled them off, uh, to raise money so that we could continue to buy food for people. So that got us through that period. Uh, but I plumped up ooh, and I started baking bread. Bread was my thing. That's how I, I made a little extra income, not playing guitar, baking bread. So of course you sample bread. You got every time I had a new recipe, I had to sample a loaf or two or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. So check and so see I if it's started, good or not. Yeah, exactly. But then I started to look like a loaf myself <laughs> and, uh, and I could see it. And that was, and that's part of my depression too, is I felt bad about myself, you know, my personal uh, vision of myself and how I see myself wasn't good. And I was disappointed in myself because I, as I mentioned in my earlier years, I was into health and fitness when I was a kid in my twenties and all that kind of stuff. So I knew the difference. I knew this is not who I am and this is not who I should be. And this is not who I want to be. I knew all those things. Um, and I wasn't sure how to change it, but, and I, and dieting never freaking worked. Never worked. No, dieting didn't for me either. Never worked my whole life. Never could stick, you know, and dieting is just the whole term of it. Just the idea of it, just the word dieting means that it's nothing that's sustainable. If it's a diet, it ain't shit. That's, that's right. <laughs> you know, it's temporary diet just means something that's temporary. Absolutely. I think you hit on something there with, with, uh, being disappointed. I mean, that's, that was the source of, of my depression. And, uh, anxiety is spilled over into, into the anxiety as well, because I just said to myself, you know, you're, 
Adam, you're you're a grown ass man. What, <laughs> what what are you doing? You know, what, like it's time to get things in gear and and get rid yeah. of this stuff. You know, and, and ever since I made that shift in the mindset, uh, man, it's the depression and anxiety is just you know started out up here and it's it's gone way way down. And you can feel it, and it just feels good, doesn't it? It just feels for so sure. Oh my cool. goodness. Yeah. Incredible and feeling. And not to be triggered. You know, that is a, that's something I've just recently started to consciously be aware of that. Hey, you know, you, that would have triggered me. That would have, that little thing that I just happened to me would have pissed me off or it would have, <laughs> it would have been right. so, there would have been an effect, you know, right. all that action or that word or that comment or whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm not finding that anymore. I'm finding myself much more level much calmer uh, maybe more tolerant i don't know if that's what it is i, I can't say. yeah but I, i'm I with you there too especially on on the road driving mm-hmm. i mean i would oh, get yeah. extremely <clears throat> agitated with uh with stupid drivers and uh you know i'd yell and scream yeah. and and uh blood blood pressures through the roof and, and now it's just like whatever exactly I'm exactly. almost stay in my lane and, and do my thing and you're not going to affect me. No, I feel the same way. And you're not even doing it consciously. You're, you're just doing it because you don't feel that way anymore. Right. I agree. Yep. For and, sure. And that's, and that's the part that makes it really cool. And I, um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's the lifestyle. It's the way I'm planning to live. I have still have some goals to meet. I'm, I'm 59. So I'm heading towards 60 and never thought I'd be this. I never, ever expected to be this age or even reach this age to be honest and i'm quite happy to be here um and i intend to stay here as long as i can and i think the carnivore diet is going to help me do that um and i'm and now i'm preaching it too now you know i'm talking about it i'm even probably angering people on our channel for not doing music <laughs> right now, now i'm not even doing music i'm just talking about food all the time so. right it, it's, but, but but it's had that it, kind of impact you know it's like kind of i, what I guarantee you that you're going to impact a, a bunch of people on your channel that may not even know that they need it. I hope so. I hope so because uh, it, it's changed my life in a really, really, really positive way, and and it keeps changing. I'm, I'm, I am. As soon as I'm done here, I'm going to get outside and I'm going to do some cardiovascular and some uh, some push-ups and a few things that I could never do before. And now I'm looking forward to going out and doing it uh, because it doesn't hurt and because I can actually push my fat ass up. Right, <laughs> I haven't been able to do that. In a while. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the, I'm right there with you, brother. You know, it's 25 years for me, and uh, I, I didn't exercise since I quit uh, martial arts. You know, when I was like 20 or so, and uh, it just started working. You know, getting into slug of life and stuff like that. Yeah. And 25 years, I didn't do a single push up or or sit up or nothing, and. Uh, and with the, when I went to carnivore, I thought, you know what? I'm still not going to do anything <laughs> until I kind of get to my goal weight, you know? And I just now recently, within the past month or so, started to do some working out, man. And it, it feels great. Oh, yeah, doesn't it? It's, and, and, you know, even if you're not that strong to begin with, just the fact that you can do it just feels pretty good. Makes you feel oh, yeah. strong mentally, you know? So congratulations for, for sure. on that. That's Thank really you, cool. You, you too, man. That's, that's great. And, you know, you know, the other part of it that you, uh, we can't forget, it's also very cool, 
is the fact that now that we are where we are and we got here using carnivore and we're going to get to go exercise and feel good about ourselves and feel good all over. But when we're done, we get to come in and say, I have a big old plate of bacon and egg. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I won't feel like the slightest bit guilty about it. Oh Not my gosh. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. Amen Think to that for sure. <laughs> nice. Nice, good stuff. Yeah. So, right. so there's a, there's, there's a, so many good sides to it. It's just, it's endless. And the, you know, the shopping bill is pretty small too. We just did a whole thing where we literally wanted to see how much we could do for a week. And it only cost us 36 bucks. You know, we, we went out shopping with pesos, but we, you know, we uh, converted. It was 36 bucks to feed both of us for a week. Uh, and that's uh that, that's an ex I seen that video and that's an excellent tutorial video for, for somebody that thinks that they can't do this or it's too expensive. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. No, you can do it. You can do it. And there's so many creative things. We found a few other creative things to do with like, you can get one of those, those, one of the $10 chickens, you know, you get those roasted, full roasted chickens. Yep. And that's one meal, but not completely. That's just one meal where you take the chicken off and we make, you know, good stuff. And what we love to do is get some cheese, some Monterey Jack, because uh, I'm, I used to be lactose intolerant. I haven't mentioned that, but it seems like I'm not something, my lactose, my inability to eat cheese seems to be fading as well. So now that I'm eating carnivore, my, my, my lactose, problem um is seems to be fading because now I, i'm eating more cheeses and having no difficulties whatsoever and i used to not even i used to like fear away from cheese so what's really wonderful is if we take that meal number one off one of those chickens ten dollar chickens is right. uh, is just peel off get the chicken off of it of course take some cheese which has got a nice quantity of fat in it so good flavor mm -hmm. and just throw a bunch of it in a frying pan just on its own, no, no, no other anything. And just let the cheese sit there in that pan until it turns brown and starts to tan. Flip it over and you got a nice cheese tortilla and it's crispy and it's just- Oh man, that sounds delicious. It is. <laughs> cheese never tasted so good, I swear. Right. And then, but it's even better when you put the chicken in it and roll it up inside of this cheese tortilla. It's like a chicken burrito made out of cheese and chicken. Oh uh, man. Yeah, it's freaking good. And then what's good, and then what you do is you take all the rest of it, all the bones and all the everything else, and you throw it in a pot with water, big pot of water, and just boil the hell out of it. Let it boil for hours. I mean, put it down on so so simmer and get everything out of the bones, out of just disintegrate the cartilage, get it down to to where it's just the bone bone and just pull the bones out. And then what we do is we take that and cook it really well and then we'll take some uh the the rib bouillon it's just basically salt and animal and not right. very much of it, not very much of it but you put it in there and then we'll throw in about we'll slow whisk in either six to eight eggs really oh yeah and then you and and what it does is it turns into like an egg drop soup the chicken and it just whisk it in there and it starts to thin out the eggs will thin out and start to look almost like a, a like a ricey pasta -y stuff interesting yeah and just whisk it in there when it's and then and when it's hot um and then let it cool just a little bit not too much keep it hot and then take some cheese grated cheese and throw some grated cheese in there 
and whisk it some more. And the cheese, because it's still hot, will melt into this and it turns into a, a creamy chicken soup that probably tastes better. It's one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life. Dude. Oh and, my God, I got to make this now. <laughs> and, but what's so great about it is I can, you know, depending on how we, we get two or three meals out of this one $10 chicken to feed two people. I mean, and it's delicious and you, you and you're full <laughs> and it's absolutely, it's so good. And you can use the, the, uh, the pollo or the, um, the chicken bullion, or mm -hmm. you can use the rib, the, the, the beef ribs. Um, because I looked at the, it's pretty much just, at least the ones we get here are pretty much just animal stuff and right. salt and salt. I don't mind salt. Salt's great. Oh, salt is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it, it there definitely you... wouldn't be as fun if we, if we didn't have salt for sure. <laughs> so there you go. There's just a little quick, but all that kind of stuff is you can do it so cheap and so inexpensively. And that's all, that's all carnivore and it's all healthy and you feel good afterwards and you're full and you have zero guilt. So is there, is there anything specific in, in terms of recipes that is your favorite? Mm, that shit, that soup is one of my favorites without question. Okay. Um, we also do the, the, the cheese tortillas quite a bit because we use them for dipping, for tacos, you know, meat taco. Right, right. Or we do all kinds of stuff with cheese. Uh, not everybody's into the cheese part of it, but it's a nice, you know, if you're, if you're hardcore and you're purist, then cheese wouldn't be one of your options. But for me, being in Mexico, um, it's definitely one of my favorite options, but also uh, carne asada or flank steak, the kind of stuff that you put in uh, tacos. Right, uh, right. Because it's it's really inexpensive. Uh, it's just pure meat. It's just beef. Um, and down here, it's that's it's almost right off the cow. You can almost see them cut it and put it right in front of you. <laughs> and I've seen that. <laughs> I was, I literally, you know, and this is not a lie. This is a, um, in, which blew my mind. And I, I was so blown away by it because I've never seen anything like this in my life is, uh, my, like I mentioned, my wife and I walked to Cabo a few years back, like 11 years ago or 12 years ago. Or something. And, um, and in doing so about halfway down, we, we got this little village, Las Barrancas, and there was a, uh, a man there. Um, I, don't know, I think it was Alfredo. I can't remember his name or right off the top of my head, really cool guy, but he owned a, a, a meat market, a little market there in town. It was only like, maybe eight, 10 streets for this whole town. And he was the only market. So, <clears throat> but he was a really nice man. And he brought us in to feed us and he introduced us to his family and all that. And he wasn't there. So his family let us hang out. And we saw a garage in the back and they said, sit on the patio. Cause it was really, really hot. And uh, it was cool on the patio. And we mm -hmm. kept seeing this truck coming in and out of the back by their, by their garage. So we went to go investigate and kind of walking over and we went in there. And it, sure enough, it was just a small garage and, but the garage was clean and tiled on the walls and we're watching and they backed this pickup truck, just a, just a pickup truck. Right. Right. And there's a cow in the back of the pickup truck. <laughs> the cow is, the cow is, you can see the cow in his eyes so much so that even my wife, sweet, she got, she knew immediately what that was happened. The cow knew and she knew. And she knew. <laughs> 
she took off and she goes, I am not going to sit and watch this. But I was, oh my gosh. But I was blown away because, and the thing that blew me away the most, not that they had a cow because that we see cows quite frequently, but mm -hmm. this cow was two, two guys, right? They, they pull this cow. This is carnivore, hardcore carnivore right here. They pull this cow <laughs> down. It's got a rope around his neck. They pull him down. They have one of those little screws with the eye hooks. I don't know who my camera is here. Those little eye hooks in the ground. Right. They put the rope down through that. They use it to, to pull the cow down out of the truck. They just pull that like that, and it pulls him down, and he gets to the ground. The guy walks up with a, like a, it was a 22 or something. I think it was a 22. Walks up and just, pink shoots the cow in the head. Right? It's like, wow, this is all happening. And I filmed the whole thing, too. And, and uh, but what, the part that blew me away, and this is the, not, not any of that part of it, but the part that really, and they had kitchen pots and pans around, mm -hmm. like all kinds of boil eggs in or whatever, or water. Right. And they just kept handing each other pans. And then they cut this thing open somewhere around the neck and they drained it of all of its blood in kitchen pans and just handed them off to the, uh, uh, the wife and somebody else was coming from, and they were just handing these pots off. And then those two gentlemen sat there and I'd say within 20 minutes maximum i would give them credit for maybe 15 but 20 minutes and definitely not 30 minutes uh they had that whole cow chopped down into like steaks and it was on a rack and it was just are you serious oh yeah it was pretty unbelievable actually wow. I, I, never, I had never seen anything like it it was so it was amazing actually they were like artists with this big knife and then they got in with a smaller knife and then they got you know, they started by, by basically taking all the skin off, cutting the thing in half, and it was incredible. Yeah, just two guys too, and I didn't, I'd never seen anything like that. Wow, it was outside or what's that? Was it outside or no? This was inside of a garage. The door was open. Okay. It was, right. but it was, but it was a garage that was set up. And this was attached to the back of the guy's house. Okay, it's cool. Um, Man. Talk yeah. about efficiency. Gee, me, Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, what's funny, though, is that guy, you know, he, he, he would make a great carnivore. He um, is that that was we were in a stretch of the peninsula of Baja, which is all desert. and There's nothing there. And so we would walk normally about 15 miles a day. And so this guy in a small pickup truck, like I mentioned earlier, he would come by in the morning and he would have a horse and a cow together standing up in the back of a pickup truck and he'd stop and he would ask us how we were doing and then he would head on because we tell him we're just walking we're fine and he'd head on and then later in the day he'd be going back the other way and this time he has two sheep and, a, and a, another horse or something and, you know and they go and then he kept doing that so he was doing this and we were making all these little things all day like going i wonder what he what the hell is this guy? what is this all about and it turns out that he, uh, he turned out to be a, a butcher, a, a carniceria or a, uh, yeah, like a meat market, a meat okay. market. And, uh, and it, that's what he was doing. He was just carrying animals back and forth. And at the end of the day, one last time he's heading back and he stops and asks us, it's getting dark. Are you sure you guys don't want to come to my home? You can stay with me, you know? And, and, and he had another cow and another horse in the back of his truck. It's pretty funny. Yeah, we 
So that's how we found out about the next day that he was a butcher and he was, that's when I saw that cow being taken care of. That's pretty funny. So he, he wasn't was. load, loading up Noah's Ark then? No, no, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. It was a small little town. It was a, a fishing town, actually. So he was, okay. uh, everybody fished. It was right on the Pacific called uh, Las Barrancas. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, he was the only little market in town. Uh, hey, Sweet just showed up. Yeah. Sweet's back from teaching her class. So now she's going to make sure I did this list. And I haven't because I've been talking to you. But... Uh, <laughs> But I'm not going to tell her I haven't because I, I did most of them. So I just got to go do a few push-ups and I'll be good. <laughs> That's cool. How much more time do you have? I, as much as you need. Guy, I'll answer okay. whatever you need. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll get into a couple couple more questions here. Okay, um, hold on me. Let's see. Next, we'll do uh, what? Uh, let's see. Have you, have you noticed any changes to... Uh, your mental abilities, your, your mental focus, your mental clarity, your cognitive abilities and things like that since you went carnivore. Um, yes, absolutely. Definitely more sharper, uh, working out projects because we do most of our marketing, our graphics, our videos and all that kind of stuff and writing, um, you know, all of it, recording, everything we do the whole start to finish and, um, and I, I, I seem to get more done. And especially when I'm like, we have certain times of the day, we'll just stop and it's time to work on music skills or it's time to work on this or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, and I find myself more easily able to stop, sit down and get directly into whatever I'm doing and stay on it instead of bouncing around. You know, I don't get as easily distracted as I used, you know, I, sometimes I, I think I, my attention deficit disorder, I just, I can't, I, I'm all over the place, you know, as right. probably, probably shows in this conversation. Right. But, I think, I think most people have that, that problem. And, and it seems like going carnivores tends to re- reverse that for sure. It definitely helps. It definitely helps, uh, without question. Um, that's why the next thing, and I, and I like that. I will, I like being effective. I like being a, a, to accomplish tasks and get things done. I don't like wasting time. I don't like making mistakes. I hate being forgetful. I hate going somewhere with a list of things and I come back with half of them because I forgot what they were. Um, that's all that kind of crap is, doesn't work for me very well. I, it upsets me and I don't like to do that. And yet I do anyways. Uh, so. So I make efforts to try not to, and the, and the carnivore diet really, really helps. Um, it really does. And the next one on my list, oh, I had a couple of things still, because this is all my experiment is to make myself the best that I can in one year and to use carnivore diet and other things to change myself from what I was into something I want to be or something better. And that's awesome. And you know, and those things remain, those require me, uh, getting rid of things that I've been my whole life like that like the things that kick my ass are um diet coke because i i just i like diet coke and i and, and diet coke diet pepsi for me oh is it it was a huge problem yeah you know and it, but i don't i don't um i don't feel too bad about it because the diet coke does have a sweetness to it that helps me occasionally to get over humps or it did i don't 
necessarily have those hunts as much anymore, but early on I did. And if, mm -hmm. if I was having some cravings and I wanted to go, you know, eat some potato chips or whatever, I'm just using that. Actually, I would never just have done that one, but, but you know right. what I mean? Just some sort of mm -hmm. crap food. Um, I could just pour myself an ice cold diet Coke and I would be good and just keep myself busy. And I have, that will satisfy that. Um, so it helps to get me over those things. So that's number one. Uh, number two would be cannabis, smoke way too much pot. And, and that has a tendency to make that much worse. Forgetfulness really, and, and losing focus and all that kind of stuff, you know? So, right. um, so, so both of those two things have to go away with, and are not currently gone. So, right. And I think those will improve your question and, and I'll even get better at it. But to answer your question, without question, carnivore by itself, just having that lifestyle, uh, has made me sharper and more focused. That's awesome. So has there been any, um, social situations that you've been in that has been difficult, uh, yeah. at this point with, with eating this way, you know, like somebody may, you know, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Or, yeah. or, uh, maybe you can't find something to eat. And, and if you've had any issues like that, how did you overcome it? Uh, not too much, um, that I can recall really. My friends are, they, they wouldn't even question it really too much. I don't think, and it, nobody really has at this point. I think one of my friends has commented, well, about, you know, not having enough of the goodies or something like that, or, but nobody right. really, <laughs> but not too much. I'm, I'm, they're very supportive. They've seen, you know, people see me and see the physical change before sometimes and they'll go wow you know and like because i don't look the same uh, right i've lost you know I, I think 80 pounds maybe something. 60 oh my goodness over 60 pounds for sure and um so they can you know they can see it in me um so they don't give me i don't get much flack from it at all plus i don't take flack from much people so nobody bothers to give it to them <laughs> That might be something about it. You don't, you don't sound like somebody that takes flack. Not too much. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I don't think they would anyway. So they don't, nobody says much about it. And I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a big, I don't go out to restaurants, bars and party situations like that, unless I'm performing, in which case I'm performing. I've usually eaten before the event begins, then I perform and then I, I boogie or hang out, but I don't. So I don't, I don't do a tremendous amount of that stuff anyways. My wife and our, our homebodies, you know, we eat, we don't go to bars or places like that unless we're actually the reason people are going to that bar. <laughs> right, right. I think she's, hold on one second, if you don't mind. I just want to see yep, if she's sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're here. Okay. I just, I know she had come in. I didn't know if she was here or not. Cool. Well, um, so yes, I'm much clearer. That's awesome. So as far as sleep, uh, you mentioned that you were keto before and, and then you transitioned to carnivore. Cool. Uh, how long have you been carnivore? I started, uh, I probably started carnivore, um, how many, what, six weeks ago, maybe started, but not fully hardcore, but pretty close to, 
But then on my birthday, which was the 26th of June, so um, whatever it is now, so we're almost three weeks, I guess, of, okay. of very strict, like only that. Okay. But so maybe, have you noticed a difference in, in sleep um, with keto versus carnivore, or has nothing changed there? Or? Hmm. Well, you know, that's a good question, actually. Um, probably not the best couple of days to ask me about sleep. I'm just recovering from a hellacious trip to the States. It took me two days to sleep through that one. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was quite a trip. We just had a show up in the U.S. And, but just getting there and coming back with all our gear and the, getting through customs and everything, it was a, ah, it was horrible. Um, so I just came home. and, But I can tell you, um, I did sleep. I did sleep solid. And even with one of the, probably one of the most stressful experiences that I've had in decades, maybe, uh, I got through it pretty calmly and I got through it without, you know, and I can't, and there was no, I can't imagine myself doing it in the manner that I did it and got through it at any other point in my life as well as level-headed and as calmly as I did in this particular case. And, um, and I think that, uh -oh. Well, I think that the diet is part of it. I really do. I think that that what we previously talked about um, mm -hmm. creates a certain level, and it, and I think and it's my blood sugar, maybe the insulin levels, the crashes, the lifts, the the adrenaline, the endorphins, the whatever it is that's pumping mm -hmm. or or not pumping, you know, whatever the case may be, All right, seems to be at a, a much much more balanced level because. I don't have, I'm not, I don't have those explosiveness, you know, I don't feel that way. I don't, and I, and as I said before, uh, it couldn't have been anything else. It had, even if I was drinking, I wouldn't have been drinking at that particular time because I was going through customs and I had all, you know, I wouldn't have done that because it would be too risky. So I wouldn't, right. so I wouldn't have been drinking drinking anyway so i can't say that oh that's because i wouldn't i wouldn't have so the only right. difference that yeah my point i'm trying to make with that is that the only difference between the other day and any other point in my 20 years of coming over that border no a lifetime actually 20 years of big doing it consistently but mm -hmm. um this is the first time i just it was no problem i just had I, my my emotion I, I guess that's what i'm looking for my emotion was stable, and the only thing that's been different is my diet. That's awesome. That's it. I, I bet your significant other in, enjoys that part of it. Uh, I don't listen to her. I don't know. <laughs> See, she doesn't listen. Come in here. <laughs> what is that? Come in there. No, come in here. I know. Come in here. Warren. I'm in the shadows, so you got me blurred. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. hi there hello there you go how are you good how are you so are well, you I'm, doing this diet with the with six well i'm i'm keto more than okay. carnivore but because of the him eating more meat there is more meat in my life is more more other and a little less of the vegetables but um but i feel better for me 
I feel better when I have a few of my other favorites and cucumbers and tomatoes and spinach, cauliflower, you know, simple stuff. But, um, but I have, but I have noticed limiting some of the vegetables that we have that my hands with arthritis have improved. It's not as painful. So, I mean, there's something to be saying and my background is fitness. So this was very, I was a little skeptical, but I just started researching more because what's been with my my background and my education is all nutrition and it's vegetables are good for you. And so you have to, so I just was doing a lot more research. And as he said, with his experiment, <laughs> right. I'm learning as well. So it, it's actually quite amazing with some of the changes that I've seen in such a short time. Well, not only that, uh, the, one of the positive things is um, that now she'll eat a steak with me because we've been together 20 years. I'm not a big steak She eater. would not. She doesn't like red <laughs> meat. But now she's eating red meat, so I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, and it, and, I, and it, I think that it has been beneficial for me as well. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I've, oh, I've found that there's a difference in things that we've learned about vegetables. And then when you eat this way, there's an experience that's somewhat almost completely opposite of what what we've been taught strange yeah oh it yeah. is it is it, it really is and, um but again like we when this conversation started out if you look at it and, and you really think about what's being said and what's being presented now you take out away all that other stuff they've been taught in the pyramid and how they you know now it's an inverted pyramid just throw all that fda nonsense aside just for a moment and just think of how our ancestors and how, and before we, we could grow all this stuff. And before, you know, we yeah. didn't, before farming and before all that, that part hunter of gatherers, I've been we saying that for the hunter gatherers, right. And, and a hunter gatherer, and they were eating meat, berries, fruits are easy to pick things that they could kill and, and that they could chase. And they would go long times without any food at right. all. So if they had no, there's your fasting. and there's your fasting, yeah. you know, so they would have yeah. feast and famine and feast and famine and but they're what they had to choose what you know it wasn't anything in any of those aisles in the middle of the grocery store that's for sure not a damn one of them that's right after i've been doing this for almost 160 days and meat thank nice to meet you sweet thanks yeah so i've been doing this almost 160 days and after eating meat essentially like every single day for 160 days straight, I can't imagine if I was a hunter-gatherer that that I would ever prefer to go, like, munch on some leaves. <laughs> that doesn't even sound good at all, you know? Or like, hey, what's no, this, this thing growing? Out? You know, let me try to eat it. I mean, I'd have to be starving to death to have well, to eat You know, eat and, that that may, and when you think about it, maybe that is exactly how that stuff came about about maybe somebody said you know there is no the season's out we've got a, we had a cold this time so we have no fruit we have no nothing and since there's none of that stuff growing all the all the animals have gone on looking elsewhere and and i would imagine that those guys followed them along too uh, but but they're sitting there going what are we going to do now there's a few weeds popping up here and there well try that <laughs> but you would think that even if they did that even if they had that that instinct to do that and start grazing i guess like a cow themselves uh, right. once that fruit and all the other stuff came back they would go you know i don't want this crap anymore let's get back to the good stuff you know so yeah. that's where we are now yeah. we're back to the good stuff 
for sure. So what, in terms of uh, resources that you have used uh, for the carnivore diet, like YouTube channels and things like that, um, what, what, who your who your go-tos as far as, uh, you know, getting information or other people's stories and things like that? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I don't know if I have a go-to go-to necessarily because I kind of just go to the front page and I do this. Unless I'm specifically looking for something. If I want an answer to something, I'll search for it. And right. um, and I'll use, you know, Dr. Barry, Dr. Berg, Sean Baker, Uh, doctor, I think his name is Chaffee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so a few of these guys and gals that um, put out a lot of content and have uh, a lot of resources. Sometimes I'll go to one of one or many of their sites instead of searching through everything. I'll just search their channel and see if they have anything, and then I'll look other elsewhere. Um, but for the most part, uh, if I'm not specifically looking for something then it's just whatever's on a suggestion page. I'll take a look and go, because oh, it'll say all my subscriptions and, you know, yeah, it works, obviously. So I'll just see if something's interesting, but I don't, I don't necessarily go hunting stuff down. Um, if, because I feel really good right now. As a matter of fact, I don't even have any questions about it anymore. I mean, I've, I'm to the point now where I pretty much have answered all my questions. I know what I need to do and I know what I think is acceptable and what I'm willing to eat and not eat. And I know how I feel and let my body guide me more than my, than my, my conscious even. I don't even know. Cause I'm not, I'm not trying to process it as much as just saying my body's telling me this is good. Don't screw with it. You know, it ain't broke. It's actually getting better. So it's improving, you know, and as long as it is continuing to do that, I am going to be, um, we have a trip over to, another part of Mexico in San Felipe or Baja. <laughs> and, um, so I'm going to go see the doctor over there because we have our HOA as medical built into it. So I'll go see the doctor over there and get a full blood work, get a full everything in pretty soon. Um, since I'm early into it, only a few weeks of the, the hardcore. Um, and then I'm going to wait until six months and then I'm going to go and do it again at the end of the full year and just do a, a little test. I know where I'm at. I know how I feel. Um, I feel better than, than at any point in my life. I, when I, when I, and, and, and I know this, for instance, this is a, almost a good um, comparison physically. My wife and I, in 2012, we walked from San Felipe to Cabo San Lucas. It's 850 miles. We oh left, my gosh. We left on Mother's Day in May. And we got to Cabo San Lucas on the 27th of July. So we walked 74 days. Every day was over a hundred. And in some cases, so, and I lost 60 pounds in those 74 days. Sure. And I also enlarged my heart because I had, I had high blood pressure. I was on medication and I thought I felt good. I stopped taking the medicine. I ended up screwing myself, but I f- was, but I didn't feel anywhere. And I lost 60 pounds pounds, walked 15 miles a day, 32 miles on our best day. And, and we did it for 74 straight days. Um, and I feel that's better. That's amazing. Now. 
far, far better now than I did back then. And that was back then with all that exercise, all that walking every day, all that everything. Um, I was in tremendous amount of pain all the time still. It didn't solve that problem. I was eating anything that I want. I was eating everything that I could get my hands on, actually, because we were, you know, so, um, and I ended up doing damage to myself, even though I lost weight, I, I was thinner. Um, I still had the pain. I still had, I had all that stuff. So, but all that stuff, and, and, and now I'm almost where I was then or about there. And, um, but I don't have any of those other things with it anymore. And, and I'm not even doing the exercise. I'm not walking 15 miles a day. Um, and you know, and we stopped to rest, you know, multiple days for, or give our bodies time to recover. Um, so it wasn't like I beat myself down to where I was in pain because of the walk. No, not that at right. all. It was because I, because my body was damaged previously and I had a lot of inflammation and that didn't help. It. But the diet did. Carnival That's did awesome. because now here I am 11 years later. Yeah. So I'm, I'm 11 years older than I was then now. And I feel a hundred times better than I did then. And I'm almost exactly the same weight. So, you know, I just keep, I just keep finding these analogies in my life. It's like, oh yeah, this is right. I'm doing the right thing. This is the right thing. This is changing me. This is positive. I can compare it to other points in my life when I was the same weight or the same whatever. And it still wasn't as good as it is now. And I'm the oldest I've been in all this time. Obviously I'm older now than at any other point, obviously. And I'm better now than at any of those other points. And that's, killer. that's what my selling what well, is, and that's what's selling me on this whole thing. And that's why this, I want to do this one year thing. I want to, I want to have, just like Chris said earlier, I want to put that line in the sand so that I can do some comparisons and see how I, how I was able to make my life better. And in terms of nutrition, it's, it's definitely kind of without question. I, I feel like I'm. I, I literally feel like I'm probably, in terms of how I feel, like 25 years old. Yeah, I'm, I'm, four, I'm 46, so, I mean, that's like within 150 days on carnivore, I literally feel like I'm 20 years younger than I am. It, do you have similar results? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I feel younger than I that I felt in quite a while now at 59. Um, and I intend to keep feeling better. And I'm hoping by the time I'm 60, I feel 40, you know, if everybody keeps saying this, the new 60 is the, or the 60 is the new 40, I guess. So yeah, it, it, either they're full, full of shit or it's going to be, <laughs> or it's going to, I'm going to make it a reality. And we're gonna, I'm going to put right. that. Yeah. And we're going to put that to the test. Oh yeah. Nice. But it's working so far. It's working so far. So I have no complaints, you know, and just the fact that I can sit here and do this, uh, just, just that, you know, just that movement wouldn't have been possible six months ago. So yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. So have, have uh, let's see, do, would you have any uh, tips for somebody that, might want to start this this way of eating or carnivore lifestyle and we don't want to say diet there's too many negative connotations with that but the that's carnivore true. way or the carnivore lifestyle anybody that's looking to do something like that 
um, what, what tips would you give them first, especially for somebody maybe in, in your age range? In my age range. Um, don't wait. <laughs> if you're in my age range, you don't have a lot of time to waste. So uh, get busy. Um, do it right now. Also find the things that you like to eat that are within that. So find those things that you enjoy the most and start with just those. Get rid of all the other stuff. Just eat on the foods that you like. If you like steak, get steak, meat, carne asada, and keep things around that are easy to snack on so you, so you can beat the craving because um, that's important. To, it's, it's getting through. And it's not, and you know what? And it's, I don't believe that it is necessarily always cravings. I think the cravings are at, to start. But then I think after even a short period of time, um, it's all mental. At that point, you're, it's more habit. You know, five o'clock rolls around, you need to eat. It's, you know, you sit down or, or you been, take a couple bomb hits or whatever, and you sit on the couch or watch your favorite show. It's snack time, baby. Uh, right. <laughs> but you got to break those habits. It's, it's, so it's really, you know, it's habits. It's, it's habits and it's a mental thing and you just got to get past it. And the thing that I'd like to do is just to have those little snacks around um, that'll satisfy me. Like I mentioned, I like carne asada. Well, or bacon's mm -hmm. another too. And, 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 and there's a whole bunch of chicken does it too. I mean, there's all kinds of them. Just make little strips, make little things that you can just pop in your mouth, you know, like, um, even for me, I'm a, my wife, as we mentioned, sweet likes, I, I, I love red meat. She not so much. She's starting to now, but she's she like chicken and I'm not a huge chicken fan, but I'll eat it. But the, what I do enjoy is if I fry some chicken, like I'll get a bunch of legs, just not the, mm. not the, not the, the kind that are pumped up at Costco and they fill it full of crap, but a real right. chicken, a real chicken that their legs are the size of a real chicken. Um, mm -hmm. and I'll take those and just fry them up in bacon, just pour bacon fat oh, and, and, and fry them and fry them nice. And then I will, I'll just cool them off mm. and throw, throw them in a container and keep them in the fridge. So when I get one of those little urges or I feel I'm getting cravings or I, I have to get past this, I can just go grab one of those little legs and start snagging on it and all is good. And, uh, you can do the same thing with, uh, I can't, I can't do it, unfortunately, with bacon. I know, um, I think it was Dr. Berg who, I hope I don't get the wrong one. Anyways, one of those guys that I watch um, likes to do bacon and make little strips of bacon for, but that don't work for me because that's, that's gone instantly. So it won't, <laughs> right. those won't get past my first snack. It's like, oh, so that's look. They're gone. So, so I don't use it. it looks so big, but there's just, if yeah. you balled it up, it's real, real small, like a marble. Yeah. It doesn't, it just doesn't do the trick. Those are re really good tips. Uh, that yeah. definitely seems so like the little chicken uh, legs are good. Strips of carne asada, cut them up real thin, like this taco stuff. Keep mm -hmm. them like this and just crisp them up nice. So you can just pick them up and eat them almost like jerky. Plenty of salt on it. Flavor is a tremendous carne asada and flake steak. You got to cook. Don't eat it like a steak because it has no flavor and you won't enjoy it and it sucks. So you got to <laughs> cook. You got to almost caramelize it so the the flavors of the meat kind of almost not burn through, but they they come out in the meat and that just that particular type of meat. But what makes them 
so nice is you can cut them into these strips. They get a little bit firmer and it's like grabbing a piece of jerky and you can just gnaw on it. And it does the same thing as a chicken leg, you know, it, it satisfies, gets you chewing, which you want to get that chewing going and, and you leave completed. And that's what I do. I enjoy that instead of just like bacon. <laughs> right. Anyways. <laughs> Devour <Cool>. now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Those are really, really good. Really gifts. Most, it always seems to be this. <laughs> right. <laughs> But hey, but Those you know awesome what? Tips, man. The other, the other positive, uh, awesome tip on that subject matter is even if you mm -hmm. do devour all that bacon, even if you do devour all that chicken and all that carne, because you're on a carnivore diet, it don't matter. Eat as much of it as you want. That's you know? right. That's the other positive thing. It's like, and who cares? It won't matter. It will have no effect. Eat until you're full, and and you're not going to get fat either way. So. You're gonna lose that, weight. that was one of the selling points for me with with uh, carnivore was no counting calories and nope. with, with the intermittent fasting it, i i have high willpower yeah. with most things yeah, yeah that's awesome but uh the intermittent fasting requires a certain level of willpower to say i'm not going to eat for 18 hours or 24 hours or, or whatever uh yeah. and, and kind of power through the, the hunger pains um and, and you're essentially, I mean, it's a starvation type diet. You know, there, there's been health benefits to it. Well, I, people, yes. I just, it wasn't for me. <laughs> and when they said on carnivore, you you can eat as much fat, as much meat, as, don't even count calories, just eat till you're full. I'm like, are you serious? Sounds Sign perfect. me up. <laughs> exactly. Sounds perfect. That's, well, yeah, it's a, that's a good benefit to it because your, your body's going to use it all. And it is filling and it is satisfying and, and delicious. So you can't, you can't beat any of that. But I, I like, you know what? It's, uh, I enjoy all the, all the different and it kind of a combo of them all. Like if I, I have a feeling that, and I haven't reached it yet, but I just know from past experience and from education and from everything I've done previously that uh, my body is going to plateau on this and I'm going to reach a, a certain point where everything's just going to stay status quo and it will start it'll stop reacting to what i'm doing because it's just going to be what its norm is um and that's when i'm going to start using some of these other things like fasting to to uh to break that cycle so that the body will start to adapt again and fasting i think for me is going to be a good way to do it and fasting if it doesn't work for you um you know it's always try and try again you know so like uh if you're intermittent fasting today just skip breakfast but don't skip it all the way and said, just don't eat past say seven o'clock at night. You know, that's a doable, I would say earlier, right. but seven o'clock's cool. People can imagine, they can handle that. So just stop at seven, don't eat past that. And then don't eat in the morning at all until after 10. Yep, Pretty that's simple. what I do now. Since I've gone carnivore, I yeah. can I can go 24 hours now, really with no issue. Sometimes even longer than that, just because I'm not even really hungry which is crazy it's, because when I was intermittent fasting before carnivore, I was still kind of eating sad diet a little bit, but I was trying cool. to like yeah. restrict myself from eating. And it was, it was, it sucked. <laughs> your body's still getting your body and is still getting those cravings from that crap food even. And so now you're just, it's wanted, but you're giving it this gap that you can't provide it because you don't want it. So it's 
it's getting it. Take that away and then do that. And that little gap there is going to be much easier, at which point you can go from 24 to 27 to 30 to 36. To, and then pretty soon, you next thing you know, you're doing three days. And by the second day, usually for me anyways, on a fast, by the second day, um, there is no, no hunger at all, any. And, and now that I have carnivore, I'm willing to bet that I'll probably have almost none even on the first day. Um, cause my wife and I, we're, we're getting, we're pretty used to it. We'll, we, uh, we don't eat in the evenings after dinner and, you know, we'll have dinner six ish usually. Um, then we just play music until we're ready to go to bed or whatever, or watch something. And then in the morning, we don't need nothing until, uh, one, two o'clock in the afternoon. So that way, you know, we're only actually only eating in a four four hour window maybe for the whole day five hours that but we don't but that's all we ever do so now we're to the point where we don't it doesn't even don't even think about it sometimes we forget It'd be one one thirty two o'clock in the afternoon it's like do we eat no <laughs> we haven't eaten let's go let's let's make some breakfast <laughs> so, yeah. so you, your body adapts to it you should try the fasting again sometime it's good it's good for you I, there's a um after about 18 hours you know you can all these doctors, same guys we're talking about for carnivore, will also talk about fasting. Not all of them, but like certainly Dr. Berg does. Um, and I, he was a big part of that. But there's a thing called, uh, for me, for the old folks, um, called autophagy, where um, when you get into that, that state, um, your body will start seeking out fuel, you know, after it burns through its glycogen and all that kind of stuff, it's fueled, it's normal uh, insulin and all typed fueled and then it starts burning going for other types of fuel the keto uh fat and such for your it's going to start with your if your uh cells bad bad cells damaged cells old cells it's going to burn those first um and the beautiful thing is that when it does which happens you know as i said certainly by the second day uh and mm -hmm. continue for as long as you decide to do that um that when it's done and you start to nourish yourself again, it replenishes those cells. And it's, that's the closest thing you're going to find to the fountain of youth. I mean, it's taking old cells and replacing them with new. And all you're having to do is deplete your body of food for a while so it does it and then come back in again. And it's, it's that's, you add that to the carnivore man and you're on top of the world. That's I didn't awesome. interrupt, yeah. guys. You know, because. Yep. What's it, I'm going to deliver hearts of Baja food for hearts of Baja. And so we're going to go to Prima Tapia and then Sharon's going to take me to lunch. Okay. That's our other part that blues against hunger. So we got to go deliver food to an orphanage or she does. And then okay. she, she gets to go have lunch with her girlfriends afterwards. So, okay, baby. So that's, that's, that's the last uh, question I had for you is, um, where, where can we find you, uh, on the internet and, uh, is there anything that you want to share in terms of like, uh, what you're doing with the, with the food and stuff? So that people, uh, people yeah, well, you can maybe can, uh, you know, get linked up with, uh, donations with that, or if you have something like that set up or in place. Oh, you, you betcha. Real, real yeah. Huh? I don't have my phone to message Sharon if you have a question. Got it. Bye. Bye. Um, sure. Well, you can find out about us and our music at Sweet Six with two X's. So just sweet like sugar and six, one word. Um, YouTube, 
internet sweet com, and our organization uh blues against hunger is blues against hunger dot org uh, we're a 501c3 out of out of arizona and um, and that's our organization brings musicians together and we put on jams to raise food so it's like giving a circle musicians come together we play music people come out they come to the concert they bring food they drop it off and we deliver it to those in need and we do that and we've been doing that now for over 10 years um and we wow, encourage that's awesome it is it's it, it really is it's satisfying it's fulfilling i enjoy music very much and then um and we encourage others to do the same thing i mean if you're a musician and you put on a show or a jam or whatever it's pretty darn easy to say hey how about bring some food with you non-perishable food drop off a few cans at the door mm-hmm. and usually usually a food pantry a food bank uh, a local church any kind of, there's there's somebody in the neighborhood wherever you're doing it that can use some help and there's people nearby that are already there helping and the beautiful thing is is that you can make music that makes a difference which means that you're just doing what you're going to do anyways um, which is to play the music and to share your passion but now you can do it to help others as well and it's really easy and and a lot of times they'll just bring a barrel over for you set it at the door um, so it's not even an inconvenience to you at all you know my wife's taking and dropping off because it's 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 not far from here and it's easy right um, but they'll come pick up even these people you know we get them all the time those we'll just say hey we're going to do a food drive um can you be there at this time to just pick it up and they will be there because it's we, we can raise a lot of food that way we've raised you know like last year we did almost 60,000 no 40 no that was 60 almost 50 47,000 pounds of food um at the door that's not wow. yeah that's not that's just people bringing rice and beans and stuff and sitting them down at the door when they come into the venue but then we also have merchandise sales and raffles and we have stuff like that to raise for protein when we buy chicken because we can get a uh, we get a 20 pound box of chicken for about 20 bucks actually now no 22 dollars for 20 so it's pretty good um and we so we buy chicken and things for, for the orphanages and but I'm not as, as involved in all that. I, I just, I'm involved. I do the music part of it. And then my wife and uh, volunteers and stuff take care of the other half of it. Well, there you go. That's awesome, man. That's a huge blessing for the community for sure, man. That's yeah. And it's music. It's, you know, bringing people together. And we always say music and meals heal. Amen. <laughs> for sure. Um, is there, is there a website for the blues for hunger? Yeah. Blues against hunger. Blues against hunger. Yep. Dot org. Okay. That's it. Just, just say it out and put an org on the end. Awesome. I'll definitely link that in the description for everybody to, to go and check out for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is there, is there any, uh, closing, closing remarks you want to make before we, we end the recording? Uh, you know what, if you don't know anything about carnivore, don't be scared because even a week of it won't hurt you. It'll help you. And I tell you what, like anything else, anything else, if there is a possibility of it having some good and some positive and a benefit to yourself, those around you in the world, I, why wouldn't you give it a try, you know, quite frankly. And from what I've seen for being in it such a short time, 
um, but staying strict to it is that the effects of it are almost immediate. So for anybody doubting it, just give yourself a little faith. Um, know that it won't hurt you. Know that you can do, you probably do more harm to good or, or to yourself on other diets other than this diet, because this isn't a diet. This is simply a change in a way that you eat to improve your life. And you know what else is interesting about it? This is not a diet where you're worried about what you're eating. It's more about what you don't eat, which is to just get rid of all the stuff and stick to the basics for a very short time and look at the benefits. If it works for you, then you can decide to continue, to stop, or to augment it, to toss in some nuts and fruit occasionally. You know, in my view, the carnivore diet works, works for me as it is currently, because I'm on a very specific goal. But I also believe that the carnivore diet comes from the idea of our ancestors and going back to the basics of hunting and gathering um, and get rid of everything that's been created by man since then uh, and stick to the things that were created through nature or God or whatever your view is. Um, stick to those for a while and you're going to come out ahead every single time. So there Absolutely. you go. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And we can all do something for at least 30 days just to see if it works. Yeah. Seven days. Give it a week. Right. Yeah. True. One yeah. week. Yeah. Definitely going to see results in seven days for sure. You absolutely will. And it's enough that it's, it's, it's doable by anybody that really, if anybody that is even thinking about this and wants to do it, if you can't do seven days, shut the hell up and go back to your donut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like, you don't, you don't really care. You don't really want to. I mean, cause right. that ain't nothing. Uh, that ain't yep. nothing. Put the donut down, shut your mouth for seven days. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can't do that. No, come on. Right. <laughs> for sure. I love it. Well, right. six, I, I truly appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate your insight and your wisdom. Um, I look forward to more of your YouTube videos. Um, Thank you. If anybody yeah, hasn't seen his, his uh, latest YouTube video uh, about uh, his portable medicine cabinet, you need to go check that out now. That's that's uh, truly incredible. I shared sim similar results, or I, I have similar results as he did. I haven't shared it with anybody, but uh, yeah, his story with that is amazing. absolutely amazing. And you know what? That was spur of the moment because I just, it was like, I can't believe this. I haven't even been in here. I was like, hey, honey. Check this out. Because, that, because I literally carry this freaking thing everywhere I go. Because, it, and it's, it's, and, but now I don't have any. See, it's not even in the bag anymore. I don't need it anymore. It's crap. Right. It's just a prop now. It's just a prop. So thank you very much. Awesome. All right, Six. Well, we'll talk Take soon. Care. Stay healthy. Yep. See you too. The physical and mental health benefits of the carnivore lifestyle seem to be limitless. Folks, your positive comments and encouragement mean the world to me, and they inspire me to create even more fun and exciting content for you. If you enjoyed this video, don't forget to give it a big thumbs up and hit that like button. It really helps the video reach more awesome people just like yourself and spreads the positivity we all need. And if you haven't already, please consider subscribing to our channel so you don't miss out on all the fun adventures in the future. Lastly, I want to give a huge shout out to those that have already subscribed. Thank you so, so much. I truly appreciate you. Remember, positivity and kindness are contagious, so let's spread it around like confetti. Thank you again.
And until next time, stay amazing and stay tuned for more fun on this channel. Bye for now.